What is up, y'all? It's Nathan Park. Welcome back to the Half Court Shot. Today, let's talk about the Utah Jazz um, and another team, but we'll get to that as we go. But um, starting with the starting off with the Utah Jazz, I I have been sleeping on them this year. I honestly did not have very high expectations for them. Obviously, I knew they were going to be a playoff team, but who knew they were going to be 15-4, first place in the Western Conference without really Donovan Mitchell playing out of his mind. I say Donovan Mitchell is doing Donovan Mitchell things, but I don't think he's playing super crazy right now. I don't think he's playing to the level where the team should be 15-4 and four if he played like this last year. But the thing about the Utah Jazz is their defense has really stepped up and they're shooting lights out from the floor right now. Um you have guys like Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, those guys, um, and they're just torching it up right now. Like they cannot miss from the three, from the mid range, and they're just honestly hard players to guard right now. I think Jordan Clarkson should be the leader for the six man of the year. Undoubtedly, I think he is playing the best basketball of his career, um, without a question. And I just think, um, that this guy is the real deal. I honestly do because I know some people are going to be like, "Oh, well, Jordan Clarkson might just be hot right now. He might just be on fire. He just cannot miss." Because people would assume that he would eventually slow things down and start missing his shots and whatever, but he hasn't been over really the their their 19 games that they've played. He's been super solid for them. And he seems like one of the most valuable players on this Jazz offense. Um, and another player that is super valuable is Mike Conley. I think, um, yeah, Mike Conley is a little bit out of his prime. But this year, he's been playing one of his best years of basketball, honestly, in the NBA. And I think, um, as comparison to last year, I think Mike Conley is playing much, much, much player, much better basketball because... When you look back on him last year, he was struggling to find his shot, struggling to find his role. He didn't really know, and the coaches didn't really know whether he should have the ball or Donovan Mitchell should have the ball, which does seem kind of bogus to say right now, but it was really a question that that came into factor last year, definitely. Um, I think I still have super high respect for Mike Conley. I love what he did for the Grizzlies. Um over the last couple years and I think him being on the Jazz was huge for them and this year he has really been proving himself he is playing career year basketball and he has really found his role on the Utah Jazz in his second year I think this guy is great he is a great veteran for this fairly young Utah Jazz team and I think he is really going to be a huge 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 player to their playoff run potentially but the question remains, why are the Jazz so good? What makes them so good? Which is something that's been confusing to me because they don't really have a bona fide superstar. They should not be as good at defense as they really are. Um, Bojan Bogdanovic is struggling to play on the floor. And I think, and I, I honestly don't think they have a very good bench in my opinion. Obviously, if you guys like, Derek Favor, Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, and those guys, but um, I don't think their bench is that good. Um, but yeah, that's enough of me hating on the Jazz. Um, 
going into the positives, I generally, genuinely think that this team can make a title run, a run to win the championship. And yeah, this this team has been super slept on this year. I mean, they have the best record in basketball. They're on an 11-game win streak right now. And for the last two games, they have been doing it without Donovan Mitchell, which is a crazy part because he's supposed to be like their star. I do think he is the second best player to come out of the out of his draft class behind Jason Tatum. And I think, yeah, I think that was just a super solid pickup for the Jazz. He has really turned this team around and made them a super fun team to watch. And I think having him on the floor and just what Quinn Snyder has done for this Jazz offense is crazy because not many not many teams or coaches will be able to find ways to utilize Rudy Gobert as well as Quinn Snyder did because Quinn Snyder knew Rudy Gobert's strengths as we all know he's a good shot blocker he's a good defender in the paint and he can set good screens and catch lobs that's essentially his entire game on the offensive side of the th- on on the offensive side of things Rudy Gobert isn't much of a threat unless he is setting screens unless he gets that pick and roll other than that he poses as no threat and he seems only valuable on the defensive side of the ball blocking shots getting rebounds but this year has been somewhat different even though his points per game is low which which it has been for his entire career he is super valuable to this Jazz offense, and Quinn Snyder did this thing where he surrounded Rudy Gobert with a bunch of shooters, which spaces out the floor and gives Rudy Gobert a lot of room to work, which which is super impressive on his part because, like I said, not a lot of teams would be able to do that. But at the same time, it is working super efficiently right now because the team is shooting super efficiently. Um, if you look at that three-point numbers, it's... It's the best in the NBA. It's out of this world right now. The, the whole team cannot miss. Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, even just like players like Mike Conley and just some deep bench assets. They're shooting really well on the floor right now. And it's and it's and and the team is just so fun to watch. This team has such high defensive intensity and energy. And for a team that's not really good at defense, honestly, they're only real plus defender in my opinion would be Rudy Gobert because we don't really know Donovan Mitchell or Mike Conley or Jordan Clarkson as good defenders obviously Bojan Bogdanovic is a decent defender but I wouldn't say he's someone that could guard a guy like Kevin Durant or someone that could you know just guard players on the wing or in the paint because he is a small forward power forward type player this team is doing so well on the defensive side of the ball and a lot better than everyone has been expecting, which is scary because how long could they keep this up? How long can they be shooting efficiently from three? How long can they have a hold a good defensive stance on all these players? And it's just scary to think because there are guys like LeBron out there. There are guys like AD out there. There are guys... Like Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, Giannis, all those guys. How are they going to stop them? How are they going to stop the duo in LA, in both in both teams on LA? Um, You have LeBron AD, 
Kawhi, Paul George, who's going to guard them? Because it, their starting lineup is not very good at defense. Um, so this makes me think, like, are they championship contenders? Because, yes, they hold the best record in the NBA and they're on an 11-game win streak. But it's like, who's going to guard who when it comes playoff time and you're facing off against Kawhi and Paul George? Like, who's going to guard them? And then after that, who's going to guard Lou Will and who's going to guard Nick Batum? All those guys pose, pose as huge threats on the offensive side of the ball. So it's just, who's going to guard who? That's 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 my takeaway from this. Because the Jazz are very good. Yes, they are. They're very good at basketball. And they're playing so great right now. Quinn Snyder is or should be in contention for Coach of the Year through the first 20 games. But can they hold this type B first place on the offensive side and defensive side of the ball for 72 games? Because if so, then yes, they are championship contenders. But it's super unlikely and I, I might, I don't know, I might sound like a hater. Maybe I am a hater because I'm not completely sold on this Jazz team just yet. But I don't think they can do it for 72 games. I think eventually they're going to start cooling off. They're going to start losing their games. And they're eventually just going to end up being the Jazz team that we knew that could that could even be a top four Western Conference team, even if they do play somewhat mediocre. Um, but yeah, I guess that's enough about Jazz. Another team that I wanted to mention are the Dallas Mavericks. Is Luka Doncic in trouble? Are the Mavs in trouble? Is this team no longer the, a, a playoff team or a, maybe an even championship contending team that we knew before? Because obviously we know Luka Doncic, um, he's a walking triple-double. He'll give you 30 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists on a nightly basis, no matter who's guarding him, honestly. And you obviously have Chris Stapps Porzingis, who just came back from injury, and he's playing great basketball too. But I don't know if they're, if the rest of their guys can elevate this team to a championship contending team because, yes, they do have a negative record right now. And yes, they've they've lost multiple games in a row. And they're on a pretty bad losing streak right now. Although Luka Doncic is playing great basketball. So it's really up to the bench. Because Luka Doncic is doing everything he can. And, and his counterpart, Kristaps Porzingis, is playing as good as basketball as he, has he ever been um, since his time in New York. And so yeah, it's just a matter of what can this bench do to elevate this team. Can this team stop the LA powerhouses or can they stop the Utah Jazz? Because Luka Doncic is having an MVP type year and it'd be horrible for that to go to waste because the rest of his team isn't doing their job. They have good bench pieces like Jalen Brunson, Willie Colley Stein, people like that that can definitely be huge, huge assets to a potential championship run, but it just doesn't seem like the entire bench is doing their thing and that's scary to think but then again it is Luka Doncic and am I concerned for this Mavs team not really I would say because yes although they are on a losing streak 
I think this team is just in a slump right now. And yeah, I could be wrong, but I do think this team will eventually get back on its feet. And I do think this team will be a top six team in the West. Um, but as of right now, things are looking a little bit shaky for them. And maybe they potentially package a trade and upgrade their bench or even get guys for their starting lineup. And yeah, that might that might end up being the move. But yeah, that's all for me. Um, this has been the Half Court Shot. Um, yeah, I'll be here next week. And thank you guys for listening so much. And yeah, peace.